Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Tonight, the new plume of smoke hitting New York City in the mid-Atlantic as areas of the East Coast and Midwest face some of the most hazardous and unhealthy air yet. Will it impact your weekend plans? Here are tonight's headlines. It is not safe to be outside. It is just not safe. Wildfire smoke blankets a large part of the country, canceling outdoor events and bringing unprecedented code purple alerts to the nation's capital. Part of an elevated walkway collapses in Surfside Beach. 21 teenagers were injured in the collapse. Former President Donald Trump's lawyers have been told that he's the target of a federal criminal investigation into the possible mishandling of classified information. We are in uncharted territory. Major ruling. The Supreme Court finds Alabama's redrawn congressional map discriminated against black voters. It is illegal to engage in race-based gerrymandering. French investigators are trying to determine the motive behind a knife attack that left four very young children critically wounded. Breaking news, the main suspect in the disappearance of Natalie Holloway touches down in the U.S. More businesses are putting out the digital tip jar, but not at the Seattle ice cream shop. Find out why they banned tipping. This 60-foot-long high-tech sailboat is part of a grueling race around the world. But it's also collecting scientific data from some of the most remote parts of the ocean. We'll bring you on board tonight. That's what brings me joy, is trying to find answers to these complicated problems.
Good evening, and thank you for joining us on this Thursday night. We begin with the record-breaking smoke, hazardous air conditions impacting tens of millions of Americans for the second straight day. The dangerous haze from hundreds of Canadian wildfires blankets large sections of the country, with Washington, D.C. and Philadelphia the most impacted. Here in the nation's capital, the first-ever code purple for fine particulate pollution. Look at the thick smog hanging over famous landmarks with residents and tourists urged to remain indoors. Fifteen states from Vermont to South Carolina have issued air quality alerts today. The White House postponed today's Pride event on the South Lawn, while the Washington Nationals postponed their afternoon game against the Arizona Diamondbacks. The low visibility also caused hundreds of flight delays at East Coast airports. We have team coverage tonight with CBS's Christina Ruffini starting us off from Arlington, Virginia. Good evening, Christina. Good evening, Nora. We're on a hillside just outside Arlington National Cemetery, and normally on a clear day, this is a great place to come and bring the family because you get a huge, expansive view of the city. But tonight, what you see behind me is a pretty fuzzy Lincoln Memorial, an almost invisible Washington Monument, and a Capitol Dome almost completely obscured by smoke. Smoke from the Canadian wildfires made an undiplomatic stop in D.C. today. Masking monuments, shuttering stadiums, and even forcing the pandas at the National Zoo inside. And the air quality is bad outside. Uh, you know, staying indoors in well-ventilated places uh, is beneficial. With air quality in D.C. at hazardous, outdoor dining was taken off the menu. And it was indoor recess for area schools. About 17,000 children in the district suffer from asthma, which Dr. Shupa Patel says makes them particularly vulnerable. This small particulate matter and wildfires in particular go really low and deep into the lungs, causing that inflammation, irritation, and airway reactivity that results in an asthma exacerbation. Tonight, more than 400 wildfires are burning in Canada, polluting the skies over much of the East Coast. Philadelphia is experiencing its worst air quality in 24 years, and state workers in New Jersey were told to come in late. The scale of this is extraordinary. The sky over Manhattan looked downright dystopian Wednesday as smog lit up the horizon red, obscuring the iconic skyline. But what a difference a day makes. I'm Lila Luciano in New York, where the air has cleared a bit. It went from hazardous yesterday to unhealthy today. That means that it could still be dangerous for people with underlying health conditions. That's why the city is giving out free masks to anybody who needs them. I figure if I wear two, it would be much better for me. With young children at greater risk, New York City schools switched to remote learning on Friday. The message is this is not over. You know, it's, we might get a little respite, but I don't want people to let down their guard. Despite warnings from officials to stay inside, neither rain nor snow nor smog will stop the U.S. Postal Service. You can visibly see that the air is just not like, you know, you, you don't want to breathe it in too much. Construction sites around the city kept going, too. I'm outside because I need to work, but everybody can stay at home. And dog walker Monique Benjamin says she's still showing up for her canine clients. I was wearing a mask for most of my walk with Toby here. Um, I do have asthma, so I do worry about it. Now, there is some good news. The EPA tells CBS News this afternoon that most healthy adults and children will recover quickly from smoke exposure and won't suffer any long-term health consequences. Nora? That is good news. Christina Ruffini, thanks. So how long before this smoke clears? Let's bring in meteorologist Chris Warren from our partners at the Weather Channel. Good evening, Chris. 
Good evening, Nora. These brutal air quality conditions are going to be lingering for some, slowly improving for others, and something to watch uh, in the coming days. Here's what's been going on today. Still that northerly flow bringing a lot of smoke into the northeast with parts of New England seeing some improvement, getting back to better air quality and gradually improving into the moderate category, but so many still in the unhealthy category. To get some relief, it needs to come with a wind change. And with a cold front, this is not until early next week, southerly flow will arrive. And with that, it will keep a lot of that smoke, Nora, up in Canada. But something we're still going to have to watch because those fires are going to be hanging around for quite some time. Hopefully, as you believe, comes soon. Chris Warren, thank you. Tonight, breaking news from the Texas Gulf Coast. Part of an elevated walkway collapsed in Surfside Beach, sending nearly two dozen teenagers to hospitals. Several teens had to be airlifted. Police say the group was at the beach on a summer camp trip. Their injuries do not appear to be life-threatening. It's not clear what caused this section of the walkway to give way. Back here in Washington, there are strong signals that former President Donald Trump will likely face criminal charges for his handling of classified documents after leaving office. CBS News confirms that prosecutors have informed Trump's lawyers that he is a target of a federal probe. CBS's Catherine Herridge has the new information. Tonight, Trump's legal team is on edge and on notice, with sources telling CBS News the former president's lawyers were informed that he is a target of the federal criminal investigation into the possible mishandling of classified documents. More than 300, including 60 marked top secret, found at his Mar-a-Lago resort. Prosecutors also exploring alleged efforts to obstruct government efforts to retrieve them. Tom Dupree is a former senior Justice Department official. This investigation is nearing its conclusion. You would not send a target letter early on in investigation only when you reach really a preliminary conclusion, maybe, that the defendant is the person who is going to be charged. Trump himself said, no one has told me I'm being indicted. He's admitted taking the documents to Mar-a-Lago, but denied any wrongdoing. All I know is this. Everything I did was right. CBS News has learned the special counsel probe is expanding with grand juries in Washington, D.C. and now Miami, Florida, with a former Trump aide Taylor Budowich testifying on Wednesday. It certainly is a signal that there's active investigation going on in Florida and that there's a real potential for charges arising from the Mar-a-Lago investigation to be brought in Florida. As Trump claimed the Justice Department was weaponized against him, President Biden insisted it can be trusted. I have never once, not one single time, suggested to the Justice Department what they should do or not do relative to bringing a charge or not bringing a charge. I'm honest. If charges are filed, former Trump attorney Tim Parlatori told CBS News a plan was in place weeks ago that includes motions to dismiss. Prosecutorial misconduct is a big issue that's infecting this case. The special counsel's office declined comment on the misconduct allegations as former President Trump huddles with his close aides and steps up outreach to Republican allies on Capitol Hill, whose public support he'll need if charges are filed. Nora. Catherine Herridge, thank you. Well, tonight, a major victory in the U.S. Supreme Court for the Voting Rights Act, which prohibits racial discrimination in voting. In a five to four decision, the justices struck down Alabama's Republican drawn congressional map, which only included one majority black district, despite more than one quarter of the state's population being black. The ruling means Alabama will have to redraw its congressional map to include a second majority black district. 
The opinion was written by Chief Justice John Roberts. Conservative Justice Brett Kavanaugh also joined the court's three liberal justices in the ruling. Overseas police in the French Alps are investigating a horrific knife attack at a playground that left four children and two adults injured. CBS's Charlie Daggett reports the 31-year-old suspect's motives are unknown. We do want to warn you that some of the details are disturbing. Harrowing cell phone footage shows the alleged attacker roaming around the children's playground knife in hand. What happens next is too distressing to show. Witnesses say he began targeting toddlers, some in their baby strollers. He was heard shouting, in the name of Jesus Christ. Four children are in the hospital, all under three years old, suffering from life-threatening injuries, police say. Two adults were also wounded. All of a sudden, a lady says, run, run. There's a guy who is stabbing everybody, says this witness. He stabbed some children. Run, run. The police opened fire, wounding the suspect in the arrest. He's described as a Syrian citizen with legal refugee status in Sweden, according to France's prime minister. This gentleman has no criminal record, she said, is not known to the intelligence services and with no history of psychiatric problems. Britain's foreign office says a young British girl is among the wounded, Nora. French prosecutors say there's no apparent sign of a motive, while families are left to wonder why anyone would want to target such young children. Charlie Daggett, thank you. Back here at home, religious leader and TV broadcaster Pat Robertson has died. The Baptist minister was considered one of the 20th century's most influential evangelicals and often a source of controversy. CBS's Mark Strassman takes a look at how he blended faith and politics. Well, how do you have a miracle? Pat Robertson was lots of things, a preacher and a pioneer, an apostle of Christian conservatism. The far left is is livid, uh, you know, about killing babies. They want to uh, do this. CBN, the Christian broadcast network he founded, reached a global flock. On the 700 Club, his signature show, his approach avuncular, his faith unmistakable. Have faith in God who is the author of all life. He galvanized Christians to help elect Ronald Reagan in 1980. In 1988, his own run for the White House failed. But over the years, he interviewed four presidents. You went to the G20 and you met for the first time front face to face with Vladimir Putin. Other views, outlandish, offensive. Feminism drove women to witchcraft. Gays caused 9-11 and hurricanes. Polarizing, passionate, but never pedestrian. Pat Robertson was 93. Mark Strassman, CBS News. Now to a trend that some believe is getting out of hand, tipflation. Tipping is not only getting more expensive, but now it's being encouraged for a growing number of services. In this week's Money Watch, CBS's Carter Evans shows us how some businesses are solving the guilt of gratuity. There we go. Something's different when you pay for your ice cream at Molly Moon's in Seattle. At the bottom, if you'd like. Tipping is not allowed here. Owner Molly Moon Neitzel says those checkout screens made customers and her workers uncomfortable. Employees don't really want to stand there and think about how much influence you have over what they're going to take home. So she raised prices and raised pay. What's your minimum wage here? 
We start folks at $21 an hour. Benefits? Absolutely. A new bank rate survey out today suggests two-thirds of Americans now have a negative view about tipping. Homegirl, what am I going to tip you for? I'm not throwing in that added tip on just a coffee. Many annoyed by that familiar tip screen. Technology's made it easier to make a request. There's a good data showing that the more you ask for, the more you get. In fact, 60% of Americans say they're now tipping more. Back when Molly Moons accepted tips, she says the biggest winners were credit card processors. Because they make more on the credit card processing fees. And she says the data from the very system that collected the tips showed they led to pay inequities. Black employees at Molly Moons were making a lot less than white employees. You can tell that? Absolutely. Now all employees know exactly how much they'll make. How can you afford this? Seriously. We have really high volume and high sales because I think our customers believe in what we're doing at Molly Moons. Now, asking for tips at the registers runs the risk of alienating customers. But businesses that totally eliminate tips, well, they usually have to charge more. And research shows that when restaurants replace tipping with higher menu prices, well, online ratings usually go down. Carter Evans, thank you. Today is World Oceans Day. It's a yearly reminder of the impact that humans are having on the ocean, which provides half of all the oxygen we breathe. In tonight's Eye on America, CBS's Ben Tracy is on the Atlantic for a unique race that's part sailing and part science. We're going to hit speeds of up to 30 miles an hour. A ride on this 60-foot racing sailboat feels more like a rocket ship on the water. That allow it to Charlie Enright is the skipper of the 11th hour racing team, one of five boats in a grueling six-month, 36,000-mile race around the world. You have to be more than just a sailor. (laughs) I think that that part's appealing to me. You're a sailor, but also like a survivalist. You know, it's not like we have an issue out there we can just call AAA. Alone in the middle of the ocean, they've had to fix everything from torn sails to busted rudders, while also being citizen scientists. One degree south. Their boats are equipped with high-tech tools to gather data on the health of the waters they pass through in some of the most remote places on Earth. They are actually going to the Southern Ocean, um, and this is a really important area where we're lacking a lot of scientific data. Lucy Hunt is a science advisor for the ocean race. And this is their ocean pack. She says the boats take temperature, oxygen, and carbon dioxide readings. Scientists around the world use this information to study how the oceans are responding to climate change as they absorb 90% of the excess heat created by planet-warming fossil fuel emissions. They've also detected microplastics in nearly every sample taken on the race. We are looking at the second of two NOAA drifter buoys. In the Southern Ocean, 11-hour racing deployed two U.S. government buoys that will help improve weather forecasting and even track hurricanes. Stand by, guys. Charlie Enright wants to win the race, but also protect the vast blue seas that make up 70% of the planet we call home. That's the important part, trying to find answers to these complicated problems. For Ion America, Ben Tracy, Newport, Rhode Island. The main suspect in the killing of American teenager Natalie Holloway arrives in the U.S. to face justice. That's next. 
That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. A major development tonight in the disappearance and suspected murder of American teenager Natalie Holloway in Aruba nearly 20 years ago. The prime suspect, Jorn van der Sloot, just arrived in the United States to face charges of extortion after allegedly promising her mom to lead authorities to Holloway's remains in exchange for money. Van der Sloot has been serving a 28-year sentence for the murder of a Peruvian woman. Another freight train derailment to tell you about will explain why it could cause a delay for people waiting to buy a new car. Officials in northern Arizona are investigating the cause of a freight train derailment. Nearly two dozen cars went off the tracks. No one was hurt. The train was loaded with a variety of new cars, vans and trucks that now appear to be heavily damaged. One of the biggest gemstones in the world goes up for auction. We'll show it to you next. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax. The way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Finally tonight, someone is the lucky owner of the world's largest ruby ever discovered. The 55.2 carat stone called the Star of Fura sold for a record $34.8 million at auction at Sotheby's in New York today. Ooh, it's pretty. Although diamonds dominate the market, rubies are called the king of gems, and they're considered some of the rarest and most valuable in the world. Well, that's tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. 
If you enjoy tuning in to the CBS Evening News, there are official t-shirts, hats, mugs, and more available for purchase at ParamountShop.com. These products are perfect for any fan of Evening News, and you can take 20% off with code EVENING20. That's 20% off all CBS Evening News products with code EVENING20 at ParamountShop.com.